small business owners have a big journey ahead. We're here to make that road a little easier with effective tips on everything from sales and marketing to succession. This is the Legacy Academy. Hello and welcome to the Legacy Academy. I'm your host, Justin Grice, the COO and co-founder of Real Pro Coaching, and with me is my wife, attorney Natalia Woolett-Grice, owner of LCO Law and co-founder of Real Pro Coaching. Today, we're going to talk about a topic that impacts all businesses, and it's kind of a growing thing, um, and that topic is online reviews. Uh, reviews are a great way to give you social proof to potential clients or customers. Um, you know, think about when you're shopping online and you find something that you think is really great and you take a look at the reviews and it only has two stars. Um, I know personally that I always, you know, second guess making that purchase because, well, if it only has two stars, there's a reason behind it, you know? Yep. And uh, so that's why we chose this topic for today, because online reviews have such impact on purchasing decisions when it comes to members of the public. So, Justin, what are some other ways reviews are essential for small businesses? Well, having, you know, a, a number of reviews helps your Google SEO. Um, the more reviews you have, the more popular you seem to the algorithms and stuff. So it'll help boost that SEO. Uh, I was reading a recent study this weekend that said that two thirds of people, you know, so that's 60 some odd percent, use reviews in their decision making. So it's essential, you know, to have those good reviews there. And another study that I was looking at uh, from Harvard Business School said that a one bump, uh, like a one star bump, increases sales five to nine percent. And wow. so that can be substantial. That is substantial. Five to nine percent significant amount of change to your revenues. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Natalia, how would you recommend that small businesses get more reviews? Well, you've got to make it easy for people, right? Convenience kind of rules in the 21st century. Um, so one of the ways that you can do it is, you know, as you're along in your processors, you're closing the delivery of your product or service, you send them the link. Very easy, right? You, you save time for them doing it that way. You also need to give them a reason to want to. So you've got to make sure that if you want excellent reviews, you're your service is excellent, right? Your products are great, they're reliable, they're consistent. Um, one of the ways in which we do it is um, by sending thank you cards and you can easily create right. a link on a QR code for it to go straight to a Google review or whatever other kind of you know online media you, yeah, you get your reviews, reviews. Exactly. Um, but if you make it easy that way, you're gonna increase the amount of reviews. All right, yeah. So. It seems like there's this growing expectation that a small business or really any business is going to respond to these reviews, good and bad. You know, people are like, they're waiting to hear, you know, that open line of communication from a business owner or, you know, you know from your business. Um, but I don't see a lot of companies doing that. It seems kind of like a no brainer. It's like an open line to the people who have already purchased your product. Mm -hmm. Um but it's kind of a double-edged sword, you know, because it's really easy to thank people for a positive review. But how do you respond to a negative review? Yeah, so that's that's one of the things that we're going to talk about today because, again, it seems fairly easy to be grateful and express that when there's positive reviews, right? You, you kind of thrive on that positive feedback. But your team has to understand how to address negative reviews 
Uh, and we're going to teach you here how to also see that as an opportunity. Okay, yeah. So, you know, negative reviews are going to happen. No business is perfect. Uh, so what are the elements of a good response to a negative review? So here's what I would say. There's seven steps to a, a great response to a negative review, right? You've got to see this as an opportunity. So number one, address the person that left you the bad review by their name. People love hearing their name. It automatically brings it down from a conflictive and defensive position to a this person is acknowledging me position. So it's really important to address them by their name. Right. And it seems like that is a good way to show that you've customized it as well. It's not just a canned response. Correct. Correct. So the second part is you need to acknowledge their specific complaint. There's too many responses to negative reviews out there that are like, oh, we hear you and we're trying to do better, right? Very canned, very vague. <laughs> and people need to, to see that you are acknowledging the specifics that made somebody's experience a not great experience. So in your response, you've got to make sure that the way that you show that you care is by acknowledging the very specific complaint. Number three, you've got to bring up your company's values and short, like sincere remorse in the experience that they had and how that didn't match up with your company's values. So here's where you have an opportunity to demonstrate to the general public what your company stands for, what's important to your company. And so by bringing your values, for example, you know, we take great care in being meticulous with our services and then, you know, explaining in a in an honest and caring way, I'm so sorry that, that this happened. This is not acceptable. Here are our values. Here's how we want you to have an experience with our business. Right. <clears throat> Number four, You've got to show interest in actually correcting the issue. So uh, again, very common reviews, uh, responses to reviews are like, yeah, uh, we're sorry you had this experience. And then they kind of leave it at that. But the problem lies in the fact that once somebody leaves a review, they can't uh, respond back. Many of these platforms, Google, Yelp, Yahoo, right? They don't have a way for that person to respond again. So you've got to provide the opportunity for them to um, come up and meet you. Yeah, reach back out <laughs> to reach you. Reach back out to you, right? So you, you've got to show that interest in correcting the issue. And that goes to number five. You've got to provide a clear way for them to contact your team, right? provide your direct phone number, your direct email address, or the person that's in your team designated to address complaints, somebody that's got excellent customer interaction, communication skills, that's absolutely necessary. Number six, you've got to thank them. Please thank them for taking the time to give uh, you and your business their feedback. Not everybody leaves a review Many people are hesitant to leave a review or to explain with candor how they felt about the experience that they had with your business. So please be, you know, expressful of gratitude that they took their time specifically to give you that kind of feedback. And then number seven is your sign off. There's too many sign offs that are like, thanks, have a great evening. And that again shows a disconnect in you hearing that they have a specific complaint. So a better sign off is saying something like, you know what, thank you for helping us improve our customers' experiences. Yeah, that's, we really appreciate it. That that's important, you know, because it's really easy to take these reviews personally 
or as a, as a way to say that your business is no good, but this does not reflect your whole business. It could be just a, a, a systemic issue that you can go through, correct, and it'll never happen again. Um, so responding to these in a positive way, not taking them personally is really important. That's right. Um, so we went through how, you know, the process of how you can respond to, a, you know, positively respond. How would you say a small business should not respond to a review? Oh, there are a lot of these out there. So first let's address like the, the humanity of, of hearing a bad review about your business, right? Because small business owners, we, we take our business personally. This is our day in day out kind of a thing. And so the first human-like reaction is going to be to react defensively, but that is the worst way that you can react for your business. (laughs) Um, So you've got to learn how to disconnect yourself from that and go, this isn't, you know, they're not attacking me personally. It has nothing to do with me. It has to do with a specific process or failure in a process and that experience. Um, But I, there is, like there's just some reviews out there. I just want to read a couple that I found that were just uh, a little bit dangerous. So one of them would be, um, you know, if you'd like to give me a call at the office, I'd be glad to discuss the particulars of your case. So this kind of blatant like solicitation of business as a response to a bad review <laughs> is not the right approach. Um, there's uh, another one that I'm going to read to you here that's like defensive. So Thank you for taking the time to review our performance. I'm sorry you had a bad experience with us. I offered my apology, but might not be understandable due to your anger. Uh Uh-oh, there you go. Attacking, right? Attacking the person. And then they go, you were 20 minutes late and still wanted full services, blah, 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 right? Mm -hmm. So, you know. (laughs) Don't make it personal for them either. Right, exactly. You know, when you start attacking their character or, you know, making it their fault, not taking ownership of their bad experience. Right. You've got to be the bigger person here because you're running a business. And so your business needs to show a level of exceptional professionalism. That's how you resolve the, the appearance of your business not being professional, right? Respond professionally. Respond in a way that the person isn't going to feel attacked Um, because we're not children here, right? We're running a business. So those are some of the the ways in which you should definitely not respond to a negative review. Yeah, you know, I was reading one uh, the other day and it was just funny because I I could never even fathom saying this to to a client, but you know, the review was something to the effect of, oh, this was just like a poor overall experience. And the guy responded, the owner of this business responded, I hope you gave your barber a one-star review too. Woof. And I'm I'm just like blown away. Uh, I hope they're not in business anymore because they're clearly in it for the wrong reasons. Yeah. And that's, um, that's one of the other things that I wanted to kind of like just mention on the side. There's also bad responses to great reviews. And so a bad response to a great review is the very typical like, thank you, or, you know, that makes us feel great. No, just like you should acknowledge the specifics of what made a service experience poor, you need to acknowledge what made a service experience excellent in somebody's opinion. Yeah. Uh, you want to make sure that the people that love your business, that took the time to write a review for your business, are also feeling heard. Yeah, yeah. You got to make them feel appreciated. Would you recommend that they follow those similar steps? I mean, it may not be exact, but... 
you know, those seven steps on writing a review? I would say, yes, I would say it's definitely uh, merited to respond with, you know, first name, acknowledging the specifics of what made them feel, you know, uh, amazing with your services. And at the same time, have a sign off that again, acknowledges that level of of time that they took to, to do a review because we all know it. We know how difficult it is to get reviews, right? It takes it takes persistence. It um, and so when somebody takes the time to do it, you should be grateful and express that gratitude online. Yeah, the, these reviews are invaluable to your business. Mm-hmm. And so when so it, it's really easy to write a bad review. Uh, but to garner those positive reviews and to shop for those positive reviews from you know customers or clients that you've had, it takes a little more work, so you want to nurture that as well. Correct. Um, are there any benefits, Natalia, that you can think of to a negative review? Uh, yeah, so I would say that there's several benefits to a negative review. One, I mean, it is an opportunity for you to to understand, hey, there's a hole in my system. So as a business owner, it it is always good when you've become aware of someplace in your business where there's missing steps, missing level of service, missing level of quality. They're letting you know how to improve your business. Yeah. I mean, you that's that's something very very valuable. The other benefits is is that by responding in a way that is professional, that shows care, that shows attention to detail, you are demonstrating to the broader audience of people that have not used your services yet how you run your business. And so it's an excellent marketing opportunity. Um, and for that purpose, a negative review can actually be a wonderful thing for your business. Yeah, that, that's really great information because it, it, like I said, it's easy to take these things personal. But if you look at it from the side of that, hey, this is an opportunity. It may be an opportunity to show people that we do care mm-hmm. and that you know, if you had a poor experience, we want to fix that. Yes. We want to make that right. So that, that's really great information. And business owners should take that to heart because this, with everybody doing everything online these days, it's becoming more and more important to, yes. to protect your online reputation, you know, just as it's important to protect your local community reputation. That's right. Um, so what steps can a small business take to mitigate bad reviews? So uh, I'm going to address three different steps that a small business owner can take to mitigate bad reviews. So number one, it has to start on the inside. You've got to train your staff on what exceptional client or customer service is all about. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and so as uh, as the owner of the business, you've got to take full responsibility for your business. You've got to be the one that sets the standards and continuously educates your team about what those standards are. Uh, this also involves making sure that if there's a bad apple in your team, you get rid of them. You don't want that to infect the rest of your team. Uh, so really train your staff, keep your eye out for team members that are not appropriate um, and are just not going to to deliver the kind of customer satisfaction and feedback that you want. Um, and then you can proceed with the next step, right? The next step is like communicate with your clients, communicate with your clients and your customers regularly along the process. Um, in my in my industries, right? So in the legal industry, there's two big reasons for bar complaints. One is, you know, people run off with like trust account money that belongs to their <laughs> clients. Yeah. Yep. But the number two reason for bar complaints is actually failure to communicate with your clients. So think about it. If, if the failure to communicate from a professional business owner 
is so terrible that it leads to as like the number one or number two reason for bar complaints. Think about what it's doing to your business when you don't have a regulatory agency, you know, breathing over your shoulder, right? Right. You've got to have the incentive to communicate with your clients and communicate with your clients every step of the way. They want to be heard and it's better for them to have that opportunity to speak with you directly than it becomes something that they publicize to the rest of the world. Yeah, I would say that you want to contact them before they contact you. Don't make them reach out for an update. Yep. You know, if you're doing your job right, if you're communicating at the level that you should be, they should never have to call your office unsolicited. And that goes back to, you know, training your staff. Training your staff and when do we communicate along which stage of whatever product or service that we deliver, uh, what steps should we always be letting our clients or customers know this is what's going on for you and the service that we're providing you. And then the third thing that you want to do is you always want to be seeking more reviews. This has to be a practice in your business. Something standard where you go, how do we get more reviews? Because the reality is, yeah, we're all going to have a couple of negative reviews along the way. But the idea is to have as many positive reviews as possible. Some call it bearing it, but I don't see it as actually bearing it. I just see it as... It's taking a larger sample size. Yes, right. A larger sample size and demonstrating that you learned your lesson from what happened with that one bad customer experience. Right. So if you have one out of five, right, and but you only have two reviews... You know, your, your average rating is going to be three stars. And mm-hmm. I know that I don't really even look at businesses that have three stars. Yeah. But if you have one bad review in a hundred, you're, you're pretty close to the five star. Rating. Right. You exactly. I mean? Exactly. I mean, uh, perfection is a very difficult thing to achieve, but you know, taking a bad review, learning from it and accruing a lot more positive reviews as a result of your learning experience is, is going to be very attractive to the marketplace. So final thought, Justin, you know, what are three things that a business owner can do today, right? To take advantage of the opportunities in online reviews. Uh, you know, so while it's not always possible, I know that some people listening might be a solopreneur mm-hmm. or something like that, but if you have the opportunity, delegate it out. Um, I think that as a business owner, I understand that they typically want to take ownership of it but you can't be on top of everything and consistency is key. Um, so make someone is respo- uh, make sure that someone is responsible, accountable, and dedicated to the task of responding to these reviews, you know, on a consistent basis. Mm-hmm. That's right. Um, I would systemize it. You should really know how you're going to approach these reviews before they even happen. Get feedback from your team. You know, if there's a bad review, really dig to see what happens so you can give a response that isn't canned that that gives you the opportunity to fix it in a systemic way yes um and one thing that we have found is really really beneficial is to incentivize it so if you have you know a couple people on your team you can incentivize them to get more and more reviews you know make a bonus structure you know you you get a hundred reviews this month, then that you get a, you know, maybe it's a monetary bonus or maybe it's a paid time off bonus, but incentivize it in some way that gives them the motivation to go after those reviews. So there you go, everybody. Delegate it out, systematize it and incentivize it. That's one of uh, the three great ways that you can take advantage of the opportunities in online reviews as a small business owner. 
Thank you so much for listening. And if you like what you heard, please subscribe to our podcast on your favorite application and tune in every Thursday where we'll bring you more tips on how you can improve your small business. You can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash the Legacy Academy FM.